0: Log Talk Radio. Gentlemen, welcome to this special edition of the Forecastings Fire American Soccer Show as we will review the wild card uh, midweek matches as the New York Red Bulls defeated Charlotte FC five goals to two and Sporting Kansas City took out the San Jose Earthquakes in the penalty kick shootout after a scoreless draw in regulation time. And boy, oh boy, let me tell you something. The wild card games, they don't get old. It's really amazing to watch. It was a lot of fun to see both games having tons of action in it, even though the action in the late one came in the shootout, while the first one, yeah, had tons and tons of goals, which was unbelievable. But before we even get into it, let me just explain something to everyone right now, as we all know. MLS continues to tinker with their playoff format. They continue to tinker about what's going on with how, how they find a way to make everything go smoothly and positively. But all I can tell you is this. And and all I can say is is that I thought the one and dones in each round were absolutely fantastic. One game in, one game out, every single round, nothing more, nothing less. I really thought that this situation was absolutely perfect. To be honest with you, I also thought the goal aggregate matches were perfect as well with the away ro- with the away goals rule and still people were upset about that. But the one and duns, I thought it was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. But now we have MLS dipping back into going back into the past for a round and then going everything one and done after that opening round. Now, that's not the wild card. The wild card will always be a one and done situation. But now in the first round of the playoffs – It's the best of three, meaning five points, on top of adding the league's cup to an already filled calendar of games in MLS. The fixture congestion is real, and the only ones that are hurting the league are themselves, and that is the commissioner of Major League Soccer and the competition committee in Manhattan of New York City. And all I just want is these playoffs, if we're going to have it, just to make sense. Make it make sense. Now, obviously, we have different ideas of what should be. One full season, no playoffs. The Supporter Shield should be removed and just make it the MLS Cup champions at the end of the regular season, which I would not mind. And there are those that continue to say, well, let's do what Mexico does and what South America does and Central America does, have two separate seasons. And then the winner of the opening season and the closed season will face each other for the MLS Cup Championship. Interesting. We'll see what happens. But, one thing is for sure. Too many teams are qualifying for the playoffs. And you're diluting the product in front of us already. Does it is this what MLS wants? Is this what Apple wants? I don't know. But I want to say something here and I want to say something right now. If we are not going to have the playoffs anymore, then this is what needs to happen. Because 34 games is not enough. And having Leagues Cup interrupting MLS for the regular season is also asinine. This is what I think has to happen. Not only should MLS have home and away games against clubs in the same conference, but I think now I think it's time MLS should have the majority of the teams except for one of the Western Conference and the other conference I should say play against the other side. So If we want an even amount of games being played, this is what I think they should do. MLS should have, and I'm going to use, let's just say for the heck of it, right now, the New England Revolution. They will play all of their fellow Eastern Conference rivals, home and away. They should play 14 out of the 15 Western Conference clubs. Once each and that 15th team will be rotated each and every year to say you will not be visiting or you will not be playing against that club. You get rid of the playoffs. You have your spots for CONCACAF Champions Cup. And then you have the championship. I think it's just time. While the playoffs are exciting. Playoffs are fun to watch. Don't get me wrong. You know, right now. I'm fine with having playoffs. But if we are really going. To fix this issue. And we are going to involve. Every single team involving. Involving. The possibility of playing, I think it's time that for one year or for one full season, an Eastern Conference team will play their you know their own conference opponents twice, then play fourteen of the out of the fifteen Western conference teams once, so that you can have seven at New England. And then New England goes to the other seven with the exception of the 15th team. They they do not play. It fixes everything. I think that would be much better. I think that would be much smarter. I think that would help everyone. And at the same time, we can have those international breaks and League's Cup must be erased because that's the only way this thing is going to work and the truth is I also believe we should start the league season in the month of February in the beginning have the teams in the northern end of the country fly down to the south to play these games against the two teams in Florida, the Atlanta, the three Texas teams. Now we're going to have uh four California teams with San Diego coming in in 2025 and also since Vancouver and Montreal play in domes to start the season because in Montreal, especially in Canada, uh, with the snows, you know, with the winter season, everything Montreal can play indoors at the Olympic stadium, which is next to the Stade Saputo and Vancouver plays inside BC place, which is also a dome. Toronto if uh, they want they can start their regular season inside the Rogers Centre which is the home of the Toronto Blue Jays all they have to do is just cover up the infield fake in uh, the infield dirt and off you go I think it's possible Nashville I'm not aware of their uh how their season is in Nashville I would have to take a look uh, same thing with North Carolina and Charlotte. I have to find out how bad their winter is. If, if their winter is not too badly, if it's softer than what we get in the northeast and the northern end of the country, especially in the Pacific Northwest, then by by all means, let Charlotte start the season at home. Trying to find a way to fix this problem. Because the truth is, I think it's time to end the playoffs, and it's time to make the regular season making it making it more meaningful and and whoever wins the MLS cup will go to the round of sixteen. whoever wins the supporter shield will still go to the first round. And so on and so on and so on. And in that way, in that way, CONCACAF would not have to screw MLS in February for preseason or to start the season in February with all these games to begin the, the Champions Cup in the opening round. So that's all I'm saying. I know it's, it's a tough thing, and I also believe that I under also understand, you know we can't interfere with what goes on in the NFL and that, look, whether it doesn't matter what's going to happen, because all the sports will always overlap. okay? Baseball is ending in the regular season and baseball ends in, ends in September, the NFL starts. The NHL begins in October. The playoffs for, the, for Major League Baseball begin. The NBA begins end of October, beginning of November. The World Series is already over. College football is ending. Soccer, uh, the league is just going to have to say, you know what? We've been mindful for you guys. We've done this for you. We've done that for you. But now it's time for MLS to really look at themselves and say, you know what? Not anymore. We've got to be worried about our calendar, our sport, bring over our fans to watch our clubs play. Because the truth is this. I think people are tired of the gimmicks. And sadly, the playoffs right now are considered gimmicks. It's time to end it. It's time to end the gimmick. I think it's time to move forward. And if this whole thing begins in 2025 when San Diego comes in, San Diego FC comes in, so be it. But as of right now, this situation, I just think... It's time to end the playoffs now, or make next year the last time we have the playoffs, and make it make sense. That's all I can say about it, and that's all I will say about it. Now, it's still here, and we're going to cover it, but it's time to end it, and it's time to make sense of this entire situation. No guest tonight, but that's okay. First things first, we're going to talk about San Jose and Sporting Kansas City. Obviously, no goals, nothing, in the, nothing interesting in the opening half, a couple of cards here and there. Give credit to the Earthquakes for having a great battle with Sporting Kansas City. And when you have two awesome goalkeepers in net, and Tim Milia, for Sporting Kansas City, and Daniel for the San Jose Earthquakes. You are getting some quality goalkeeping from these men. Keeping that ball out of the net for 90 minutes. It has been unreal. It has been fantastic. And give both teams credit for putting out and pull, you know, pulling out a great match. But when the action gets to the penalty kick shootout, you already knew it was over. Because right now, Tim Melia is the best goalkeeper when it comes to penalty kick shootouts. How he reads his opponent when they run up to the ball and take it is unbelievable. How he is able to decipher and quickly calculate where that ball is going he is the most dangerous goalkeeper in MLS because when it gets to the shootout you really have to hope you make him miss you really got to hope you make him miss or make him go the other way because if you don't He's going to beat you badly. Christian Espinoza found out the hard way, and he, you know after uh, Johnny Russell made it one nil in the shootout, but then Daniel got Alan Pulido to get uh, stuffed, and unfortunately Jackson Ewell psyched himself out, skied it. Eric Tomney made it two nothing, and that was it really. Even though. Gahan Carlos Akpo converted Kinda that buries that ball to end it, to make it 3-2 for Sporting Kansas City. And they move on into the opening round, and they're going to have a battle between the two teams. I know Kansas City's split down the middle between Missouri and Kansas, but it's still going to be a battle against St. Louis City SC because it is a battle. Because even though the stadium is in the state of Kansas for Kansas City, it's still the city of Kansas City that's part of Missouri that's going to be excited about it. Once again, Great action, fun stuff to see, and all you can do is just give Sporting Kansas City once again the plaudits because once again, Peter Vermees, he may be out. He, excuse me, I should say it, I shouldn't say it like that. They may go down, but they're never out. Peter Vermees always finds a way to get back. Into the, into the hunt into the swing of things and he finds a way team into the playoffs he does and he did such an, uh, another marvelous job could you imagine him being the head coach of the U.S. men's national team? I can U.S. soccer won't but I do if U.S. soccer would have gotten the right man to take over that team, that's him right there But we know they won't, and it's a shame. It's just a darn shame. But, once again, Sporting Kansas City, a horrible start, and then they go right into the playoffs, finishing it strong. And once again, Camelia, who you think is over and done, proves to everyone, no, he's not. He is that good and that strong, and we'll see what happens moving on to the next round of the MLS Cup playoffs in that opening round. For the New York Red Bulls, I have not seen a domination like that in the playoffs in a very, very long time. This performance just came out of nowhere. From 2019 through 2022, it's been one and done against the Red Bulls. They went one and done. And then all of a sudden, in the 10th minute, everything went for them with a fantastic hat trick by Elise Manuel An amazing free kick goal by John Tolkien. And then, of course, Tom Barlow converting his second career playoff goal on the other side of Red Bull Arena. Even though Charlotte got two goals in the second half, the truth is they got runned off the park. Right out of the park. They got ran off of it. Five goals playoffs in the wild card match. That was unbelievable. Three nil in the opening half. And three of the five playoff goals that they scored were up for nomination for the playoff goal of the week. We are seeing confidence now coming from Elise Manuel on how he took advantage of... Kalina in net for Charlotte. Got a looping ball from Daniel Edelman. Tracked it, defended, but still got ahead of his defender. Side foot slaughter inside the back post, 1-0. And then with the second goal of the match, John Tolkien, just nice little pass, got inside the area, along the near side, makes a nice little turn, bent the ball inside the far post, splashed it, that's his second of the match, that made it 3-0 at the time, and then Edelman does it again along the far side, slots it, the pass, to Manuel, and it makes an attacking diagonal run, beats Kalina badly, gets the hat trick, not only is that the first ever playoff hat trick By a New York Red Bull MetroStars player. But it is the sixth career, excuse me, the sixth postseason hat trick in the MLS Cup playoffs. He made history, folks. He made history. Defense in the second half was not that great. But let me just say this, though. They are going to have a tougher nut to crack to take on the Supporter Shield champions in FC Cincinnati. But once again, Troy Lestane has gotten this team to play better, to play more freely, more confidence. They're passing the ball. They're pressing better. They're defending has been strong. Just the only issue is switching off at the wrong time. They've got to be much better than what they've showed at times. But for the New York Red Bulls, if they can continue this play against Cincinnati and upset them, you know, we'll take a break for the international break, obviously, but... It all depends on if they're going to be traveling to Philadelphia or they're going to be traveling to New England. And we'll see what they do against one of those two teams. And then the winner of that matchup will face the bottom end bracket and it'll all depend on who they'll be playing against. So we'll have to wait and see what's going to happen. But right now, this is big. This is huge. And also, could this finally wake them up and put them on a run? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see what they'll do. But right now, they're off and running. They're on a streak. And right now, I think they're in a dangerous position for anyone that's going to face them. But it all depends on how they handle their opposition. And Cincinnati is no joke. Barreal, Acosta, Fazquez. That team is loaded. Nuobodo, Gattis, puba. Cincinnati is loaded. They're very loaded. And we'll have to wait and see what's going to happen there. But until then, We'll find out as we get ready for this upcoming weekend to start the MLS Cup playoffs in the opening round of the MLS Cup playoffs. Here's the schedule now starting this Saturday, October 28th. You can watch it on Apple TV through the MLS Season Pass, select games through Fox and Fox Sports 1. Here we go. Once again, on Saturday, October the 28th, the Philadelphia Union, in round one, game one, will host the New England Revolution at 5 o'clock Eastern. And then LAFC hosting the Vancouver Whitecaps at 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Pacific. Sunday, October the 29th, at 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 o'clock Central, Houston Dynamo hosting Real Salt Lake. FC Cincinnati, will be on Apple TV as well. FC Cincinnati hosting the New York Rebels at TQL Stadium at 8 p.m. Eastern. That'll be on both Apple TV and Fox Sports 1. Excuse me, also on Fox Deportes. And then on the doubleheader, St. Louis City SC hosting Sporting Kansas City at City Park. Apple TV also on Fox Sports 1 and Fox Sports Deportes. At 10 Eastern, 9 Central. And then on Monday, October the 30th, Orlando City hosting Nashville SC at 7 o'clock Eastern. That will be also on Apple TV, FS1, Fox Deportes. And then uh, Seattle Sounders hosting FC Dallas at 9 Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific. Also on Apple TV, Fox Sports 1 and Fox Sports uh, Deportes. And then we will get to the other games after those matches for my next shows on Monday and Tuesday night, October 30th, and, of course, Halloween night. So if you're not going trick-or-treating, listen in. If you are going trick-or-treating, come back and listen to the show, and it should be a lot of fun. But there it is, ladies and gentlemen, once again, after a scoreless draw, in the wildcard round, Sporting Kansas City defeats San Jose Earthquakes by final of four, three goals to two in the penalty kicks. But for the New York Red Bulls, they defeated Charlotte FC by final of five goals to two. Join me on Monday night for a regular show, and then Tuesday night we'll recap all of the playoff games. I'll be recapping the Red Bull playoff game on Monday night. My name is Daniel Feuerstein. Thank you very much for listening to me tonight. And as always, please enjoy your football. Thank you. Take care. It's a long end. Have a good night and bye-bye for now.